Welcome to your New Hampshire National Guard podcast. We are always ready, always there. This podcast series is a production of the State Public Affairs Office. Hello, I'm Tech Sergeant Charles Johnston, your producer and host. And I'm at the Manchester Armory today with Sergeant First Class David Selmer, the 39th Army Band Platoon Sergeant and a percussionist, and the 39th Army Band's commander, Mr. Franklin Montenegro. Thanks for joining me today, gentlemen. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. The Army Band uh, performs all across the state. Could you tell us a little bit about it, sir? Yes, so the 39th Army Band is located here in Manchester, New Hampshire. And we do perform all over the state, and we also perform uh, overseas. We, we have a couple of state partners now, and we play it out in El Salvador and potentially in Cabo Verde, our new, our new state partner. Yeah, we, we, some of my favorite gigs that we play are in the summer, the 4th of July. We play here in Manchester. Some of our bigger gigs are here in Manchester, Dover, um, and uh, we're, we have a lot of fun playing for those shows. We can be more dynamic and have a lot more... Uh, flexibility with what we can perform yeah sir what does it take to to join the band what does it take to to be a member of uh of the team to be a member of the team you have to bring all your skills from the civilian from your civilian experience and and you have to want to be a team member we want you to be proficient at your instrument and and we want you to be a, just a great soldier for the organization also um, you pass an audition and and then from there you go you go to um, basic training, and then you go to the Army School of Music. You have to graduate both requirements, and then you can join the band. I think it takes passion and ambition. You have to be passionate about your instrument that you play um, because we require a certain professionalism and musicality skill that you are an expert at your instrument. We're hiring you to offer that for us because we don't necessarily know what you play or how to play your instrument well, so we need you to, to perform at that high level. Additionally, ambition for, yeah, there's going to be some long days. There's going to be long gigs. You're, we don't just have a road crew. You are the road crew as well. Um, so you have to be able to roll with those punches and set up it in a quick time and to the specifications that we require. So I think a lot of people think of the band as playing military marches primarily, but that's not the case anymore, is it, sir? No, now um, we have deviated a, a bit from the traditional army concept musically so we have different ensembles we have a rock band we have a jazz band we have a woodwind quintet we have a ceremonial still um we do a little bit of everything we have a concert band and we support uh, we, al we also have a marching band so we do parades we we do everything now uh but yes people are still surprised to see a rock band on a stage and like what's happening they're, they're playing benema with van halen and they're not used to it uh, but others, obviously, they love it and they enjoy it. So we have a little bit of everything now. I think there was a change with the Army's approach to how they wanted Army bands to function, where they wanted a more dynamic, a more audience-engaged, um, or a more engaged audience, rather. So they moved to the MPT structure, which revolves around fewer musicians in a smaller group that can operate in a more in more numerous amount of gigs that they do and perform more missions for for the state and for the band. And I think that um, the Army has shifted that way for that awareness and for that reach. One of the things that's changed too is, you know, because I think I used to think about that too, okay, military marches and, you know, parade marching and all that. 
I think there was a change, at least from, I can speak for percussion, um, where you don't have a concert percussion requirement as heavy as it used to be, or maybe that one might think. It's shifted much more to drum kit to be more independent, where you can use one percussionist that, you know, used to require four or five. And then you can send that team out to go do a mission um, in a smaller number of people, but are um, musicians, but could perform for a bigger or same size group that maybe that former band used to pull. So you guys were nice enough to join me uh, here at the Armory. There's a lot of background noise. There's a lot of soldiers drilling here this weekend to include uh, you folks. You're ready to practice here in a few minutes. And uh, about how many members do you have, and, and what are the what types of in- instruments do people play in the band? We have an authorization for 37 members. We currently have about 26. Uh, so we have some vacancies that we're filling in still. We Just this morning we had... Uh, two successful auditions, one for flute, one for, for percussion. Um, so, yeah, and as far as instruments, we have the traditional instruments uh, for ceremonial, like tuba, uh, oboe, bassoon, trumpets, euphonians, uh, and all that. And we have a rhythm section that where we use keyboards, uh, guitars, bass, drums. And, and now I guess two of the newest uh, MOSs or jobs in the band are the new slots for a, for a vocalist, which we just found one, and she just got back from training. She's amazing. And we still have one vacancy for something that most people don't know, which is a sound technician, sound and, sound and lights technician. So we're looking for somebody that, that has all the experience um, doing sound, live sound and recordings, as well as handling lights for live concerts. Another thing that I'll add is we rely on our musicians that we currently have to be dynamic, and they may not have, um, you know, an army qualified position to play guitar or to sing, but we rely on them, and um, if they have a secondary skill that they can offer us, that you know, we'll use them in that capacity for sure. We can't function with one vocalist; we have multiple, but we only have one assigned vocalist. But a lot of people step up to the plate and um, and help us out with that. You've had a long break uh, from performing due to COVID, and you just recently got back into it. Uh, Sergeant, how, must be feel good to get back into the swing of things and start performing before live crowds again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was a good rush. The first, the last gig that I played with the band was back in January of 2020, and I remember the big news headline at the time was that. Uh, China had just put up a hospital in 10 days. So pre-COVID, right at the precursor of when the pandemic began. Um, and now, you know, on the other side of the pandemic, here we are um, now playing that first show with the band, um, you know, a couple weeks ago while we were on AT. And it was a it was a really cool experience to, to remember that this is what I love doing. And I am so fortunate to be able to do it with people that I really like to be with and playing m- music that I like to play and... Um, to get paid to do it. I often, I tell everybody this, that I forget I get paid to do this job and I forget the benefits that go along with it because the military can be a turnoff for a lot of people. Um, it was for me initially. And then when I realized everything that came with it and my perception of myself, the perception of other things that go on around me, um, when I put on the uniform, I kind of transform into a different person and um, I forget the other things in life that kind of go on and I can kind of embody that and, uh, you know, transition to another place and music helps me do that too. So it's really fun. So in my job, I get to go around the state and cover a lot of different units. And I can say from 
from my personal experience that you guys have a ton of fun, not just not just performing as members of the band, but you guys also and gals represent at all the other events that we have, like the tag match and best warrior and all those other soldier type things too. So uh, it seems like you guys have uh, a really good time uh, doing what you do, sir. We do. We do. We have a really fun team and a really passionate team. So we get to do a lot of the, the missions that, that we're required to do and, and so more. If someone wants to join the band, obviously they can go to a recruiter, but I see a lot of posters down here that have some contact information. What would you like to put out there if there's someone out there uh, listening to our podcast now that, that's maybe been thinking about joining the band? I think one of the easiest ways to go to is, because um, it's common, is a Facebook page. So we have a Facebook page, 39th Army Band. You can send a message, and our command team is all linked there, and we can easily forward that information to the appropriate people. We do have a band recruiter. His name is Sergeant First Class Michael Benoit. Um, I do not have his phone number on me, um, but we can certainly provide that in a more formal setting. Um, I think that if there's a way, if somebody is going to our show, they could always talk to us and they can find our schedule posted online. Um, The Facebook page, I think, is probably the most easy um, user-friendly and most accessible way for people to find and get in, t- and get in touch with us. Uh, just to add on to that, we also have a website, is at 39thArmyBand.com, where you can find a Q&A for auditions. So if you, if you have a, a question, I would say just please go there, 39thArmyBand.com, and there's a page there just for, for auditions with a Q&A that may answer some of your questions. And if your question is not answered there, then reach out. There's another button that says send message, and then we'll get back to you immediately. You also have a couple of performances coming up in 2022. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about those, Sergeant? Yes, yeah, so we're getting ready for our summer concert series. It may seem, you know, we're just beginning winter. Maybe it's a little early to start thinking about summer, but that's what we look forward to. We put a lot of effort into our summer shows. We get a really good turnout, um, and we, we make our biggest impact in those summer good weather shows um, for the turnout. So we're, we're heavily practicing for that. Um, additionally, we have some other internal Army events that we're scheduled to perform at, so that'll be really good to um, remind the organization that we're here, we support these events, and we support you. Um, and then uh, we do have a military ball, I think, that we're preparing for in, a, in early spring, mid-spring, which will be a fun gig. We get to kind of let loose and, and have a little bit more fun and uh, let our rock band really shine there. And um, we additionally, yeah, then really from there, we move into... Um, Memorial Day, and then right into our summer concert series, starting off in the week of the 4th of July. Sergeant Selmer, Mr. Montenegro, I wanted to thank you both for letting me interrupt practice today uh, to interview you about the band. And uh, Sergeant Selmer, I also want to thank you for doing the intro for your New Hampshire National Guard. Thanks again. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome anytime. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to your New Hampshire National Guard podcast.